0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: See website for details. We're outside the travel agency, a cannabis store that's got everyone buzzing. I've been to dispensaries all over the United States, but I've never seen one this unique. So nice amazing vibe some of the best customer service i've had in a store blows my expectations out of the water come down to the travel agency and see for yourself for use only by adults age 21 and older keep out of reach of children and pets in case of accidental ingestion or overconsumption contact the national poison control center
1: consume responsibly good evening welcome to this episode of the under the helmet podcast you sit by the time you listen to this out. A little less than uh, 48 hours from the start of the APDL playoffs to discuss, we got Cobra's running back, Gerard Lewis, Cobra's offensive lineman, defensive lineman, Jamie Roberts, and Alabama Blackhawks' pass rusher, our guy number eight, Patrick Campbell. Good evening, fellas. How are y'all tonight? Love it, man. First first question is to Pat. Pat, how's sis doing? She's doing good. You are feeding her, making sure she getting what she's eating right now? Yeah, yeah, she is, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to make sure. Now, J Rock right to you. Now, the Cobras have the weekend off, but what game are you most interested in?
3: Uh. Blackhawks, you know, I mean not Blackhawks, the you know, uh, Storm and and
1: um, What about that game makes you like take notice?
3: Well, for one, the Storm is the Storm is riding on. You know they're riding high right now. They've uh, like they've been putting on you know a defensive performance, and now that they have, now that the The horsemen is in the playoffs, which they had a hard-fought battle to get here considering that you lost their quarterback. Uh, They lost a great defensive player from the trade. It's almost like they're the underdogs before the season started. They would have been one of your, you know, top teams. So you're going to see a great defense go against a great O-line, and you really don't know what to expect out of the horsemen with all of the changes that they have going on. Plus, I want the Horsemen to win because if they win, then we get to play them, and we all know the backstory behind that. But I can see, I can see the, uh, I can see the game going down to the very end, just like it did with the Gators.
1: Now, Jamie, you are new to the, you know, being on the podcast. Now, how does somebody who went to Westover High get to play semi-pro? What, what was your road like from Albany to here?
3: where well, it was a, it really was a long road because like I was actually looking at a couple schools out of Arizona, but stuff never played out. It really happened with the guy with, who was recruiting me he instead of i when I went on my visit he um he was promising me and this other guy things, and it was supposed to be some kind of package deal or whatever, and we went down there we went to um out of Arizona and visited. And when we came back, something happened with the scholarship and all this type of stuff. So I kind of just gave up on it, and I found – because I, I, I started playing semi-pro in 2015 with – um I played with the Atlanta Tigers, and I played from the Atlanta, with the Atlanta Tigers from 2015 all the way up until now when I went to the Cobra's this year. So this is my actually my first season with the Cobra's.
1: Now, follow-up question for you, Jimmy. Now, Westover is known for having a phenomenal athletic program. You got guys like Trent Brown, Rashad Green, who played with thinking with the Florida State, Uh, Troy Reddick, the Savage, are they brothers, Uh, Aaron and Antoine? Yeah, they're brothers. Mm -hmm. Trenton Thompson and... A guy I haven't thought about in the longest time, Don Antonio Wingfield was like he went to Cincinnati, he was like all just whatever basketball player, just phenomenal athlete. How yeah, yeah. how does Westover keep turning out oh how does they how do they keep turning out such elite talent?
3: I mean, it really it really comes a down the a dozen for real because like, you know, you like I said, you have you have the trick. I had the the luxury of playing with Trent Brown and Trent Thompson. Trent Thompson was like two years behind. All circuits
4: me are busy. Trent, Please try your call again later. Announcement eight switch three two nine dash six. What
1: you're saying?
3: Oh, um, Trent Trent Thompson, he was two years behind me. And um Trent Brown, he was two years ahead of me. So I had I had the luxury of playing with both of them. and seeing them work like how they did, like it was crazy. Like and like just seeing the the process with Trent Brown, like, it was, it was crazy.
1: Now, when you look at everything going on, J-Rock, when you look at everything that has went on so far this season, the Cobras had a long, they had a bunch of layoffs. How'd you keep your mind straight?
3: Uh, Staying motivated from the wins that you already have and the fact that you can potentially lose having all of those uh, off weeks. But mainly, like I said, because of the wins that you already have, so you just keep thinking, when we come back, let's do it again. When we come back, let's do it again. Let's finish where we left off was. Because the only thing you can do while taking those breaks is study your opponent and fix with, you know, the mistakes that you've been uh, making yourself. So it just – and uh, the off weeks that you have is more mental preparation. So once game time come back, after that first quarter, it's almost like, you know, you're back where you left off from.
1: Now, Jamie, in years past, the Cobras have had – Depth issues of, along the lines of scrimmage. Now that those have been rectified, how much easier is your day when you get to the field? You know you don't have to possibly jump on both sides of the ball. You can focus on one position at a time. Oh, it's
3: good, me. You know, because like like I said, when I came when I came to the Cobras, it was more so okay. I'm meeting everybody, and the first people I asked about was the line. I was like, so what do we have? What don't we have? And, you know, I'm used to coming from a team where, you know, we'll have this lineman, have this line. We'll probably have three linemen. We would never have a full line. So when I came to the COVID, like, they had a full line and they had extra, you know, who can play on the line. It was more – it was easier to me. So all I had to do was just focus on my fans and knowing that the man next to me was going to do his job. And once that
1: chemistry was built, you know, it was on from there. Now – J-Rock, when we look at your season, you have had a record-breaking season as you broke the touchdown record. You've accomplished so much in this league. How do you keep hungry?
3: Well, I say hungry simply uh, because I have individual goals that I would like to accomplish. So that pushes me. Plus, I still have an arm um, going to ring in this league, so that pushes me. And once you get to a certain level, you want to stay at the level. Like I'm not one of those guys that get uh, complacent because I want to stay at the. I want to stay at the top, and so um, and it's like almost all throughout my years of playing football, I've always been that guy. So I can't. I don't feel comfortable. I don't. Or I don't see myself. As falling off because it's always been me being that guy. Like even when I first came to the Cobra, I was probably the fourth string. I think I was the fourth string at the time. I I had an opportunity to to show what I could do to be that guy because of an injury, and and that's all she wrote. The same thing playing with the Georgia Chargers. I started off as the fourth string. I knew what I could do got the opportunity, I shine. And it's just always been a repeat. So it's like I'm always challenging myself to to do something else or to just keep going. It's just like the touchdown record. I, I broke the touchdown record in eight games. So the next year I feel like I want to try to break my own record and hopefully I get to play ten games. So I just trying to just Keep pushing me keep pushing me to stay on the top of my game and stay ahead of the competition between all of the running backs.
1: Now, Pat, you, you have 50 and a half sacks, seven forced fumbles a pick, and 22 passes a fence. You are pretty much headed to the Hall of Fame after you end your career. How do you keep hungry? Stay
4: focused. Stay focused. Stay focused on the bigger picture.
1: i try to I try to get better. Cause I even do now, to, to get better. Now, with that, like I said, you you have stacked some monster seasons, and you you keep on with the same type of. I mean, how do you fight the grind and the the, the thought of I'm tired. I want to go do something else now. Like I know you focus, but. What keeps you coming
4: back? Oh, this is my happy place. What about my happy place? I gotta come back. like I can't come back no more. Yeah, hey, you're
1: still young though, so I'm sure you got a few years left. Oh yeah. I'm I'm
4: I'm trying to I'm trying to make it to two more.
1: <laughs> that's
4: it? And that's it. That's it. And the body, the body. The body is wearing down. Tired? Yeah, 89 then. A little fatigued. But oh, yeah. But as long as I
1: can go, I'm going to go. Hey, nothing wrong with that, but it's one of those things that, like I said, you have played at Alabama State. You went. You were a patriot. You were an airman. What makes the Blackhawks different as far as any, any place you've played?
4: The coaches, the coaches, We got great coaches in the Blackhawks,
1: great. Now, J-Rock, to you, when you look at the rest of the games, is there a team that you think that will play out of character and try to prove something and they will ultimately end up costing them the game?
3: Play out a character. I know it was mentioned uh, from the podcast earlier, but I would say the Storm. I would say the Storm simply because like I said, they're riding high. They've never been in this position before. Uh, The spotlight is on them. They got a key matchup. And I feel like at any point in in time in the day, if their defense which is their like their main threat of their team if their defense isn't firing on all cylinders or they're not making the type of plays that they that they're used to making then it's going it's going to it's going to be a question for them where do we keep doing what we've been doing even though it's not working and hope that you know we just start getting the momentum start making the plays that we're used to making or and like dang we got to do something else. We got to do something now. Because that's what happens with a lot of teams that are not used to being in the position they're in, and they're going against a veteran squad. So with them having the spotlight, uh, once again, any given time that the game isn't going their way or they're not, you know, making the plays that they're used to making on defense, like just say if they have to rely on their offense, then what? So I'd probably say it would be them.
1: Now, Jamie, a, a different question to you. What team do you think the playoffs is going to shock somebody? What upset do you predict happening this weekend?
4: That's a good question.
1: Um, let's see. Let
3: me look at this bracket right quick. Um, I want I'm gonna say a bold prediction. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say um is that yeah, Pike County. Pike County is Dynasty. Oh. Yeah.
1: You think Pike can pull think, it off?
3: Yeah, I think I think if they go in with the right like 'cause I've been looking at Pike County. They they've been you know, they've been trying to put everything together, all together at one time. Like I, I, I see them if they actually go in that game and play they like play at the potential that they know they can. I feel like they'll put them, like, put them down because I feel like the dynasty, at some point,
1: you know, they're going to sleep on them. Makes sense. Now, Pat, what what team do you see in this playoffs that you think are going to surprise people? Mm-hmm. I have to go with the Gators. Do you think they're going to make a run?
4: I think they're going to make a run. As long as they
1: stay together, they'll make a run. I
4: agree. now.
1: It's true now. Follow up question for your pat. For people outside of Alabama, what makes playing semi prone Alabama special to you?
4: special oh. to me. I'm oh. Our fans make it special for us, and they make it special for me. So there you go. And my bro is great.
1: Uh, great. Now, when we come back from break, we'll take a quick timeout, and we're going to jump into pretty much road games and how y'all deal with having to make long trips. You're listening to the Under the Helmet podcast on the FPC radio network We are back with the Anaheimic Podcast, Epicerea Network, Merence Biggs, Gerard Lewis, Jamie Roberts, Patrick Campbell. J-Rock to you. Now, traveling, what people don't understand about this league is how much travel is important. How do you, like, keep entertained on long team road trips?
3: Um, Well, every road trip, that we've had always ended up in the bus probably breaking down. Uh, No air on the bus, so (laughs) we get a lot of fun in time. uh, The year that we lost to P-Town in the playoffs, man, we left (laughs) Saturday morning and didn't come back to Sunday night. Oh, Yeah, like we broke down twice. Uh, player had to go to the hospital. We broke down on the way back. It wasn't no air on the bus. So all of the long road trips that we've had, it's been a lot of bonding time. Bonding time because it's always something with us. Like last, uh, we went to I think we went to play the Seahawks. Yeah, we went to play yeah. Seahawks. Exactly. We got traffic. We got stuck in traffic for like two hours. Uh, we spent time walking walking along the highway, talking to everybody. Oh laughing, joking. So, like, we just, like I said, a lot of bunting time
1: uh, on those road trips. Now, Jamie, you've seen Georgia Semire Pro kind of jump on the scene here in APDFL with the emergence of teams like the Cobras, the teams like the Horsemen, the Thrashers. Even the Knolls had sparks early. When you look at Georgia semi-pro, what what eludes people? What people? What people don't? What is one thing that people don't understand about how y'all play in Georgia?
3: I, I think it's just everybody's desire to win. Like if you look at every Georgia team, whether they got success or not, they they like they want to win really really bad. Like you look at the Thrashers, they want to win. You look at the Horsemen, they want to win. Like, and those are teams who've had history of winning, the Cobras. They want to win. And, like, sit, being, like, on a team like the Cobras and seeing how everybody's mindset is just straight, like, just want to win. They have nothing else on their mind. It's a, it's a business at the end of the day. Like, it's, like they treat everything treat like a business. Like, coming in and seeing that, like, that's what – even though I, I have been on the Tigers, but, like, coming here is just a different atmosphere. And, like, just seeing that, again, everybody, like, that was crazy. So, like, everybody got the same mindset.
1: Now, Pat, you just turned 30, what, April 22nd? April 22nd. Now that you're at 30, you have played at least six seasons in this league, and you look at how the league has changed. What would your advice be to young pass rushers coming into this league? Hit that
4: gym and work hard. Hit that gym, work hard. I try to get a little knowledge from the older guys. From anybody, now, like Not, not mm-hmm. just from D.N., like from some of the greats. They've
1: already been through it. Now, follow-up question for your Pat: As a bigger defensive end, cause with like 6'4", 6'5", about 280-ish. How do you manage to keep speed at such a size?
4: Oh, I do a lot of stretching. A lot of stretching, a lot of running. Yeah, they keep me going.
1: Now, J-Rock to you, you have also put on a little bit of size in the off season to try to, you know, keep strong and the team has made sure that your carries are limited to keep you fresh. Do you feel worn down because of the long season, or do you think the extra weight helped? No, the extra weight definitely helped. Um, Because
3: before now, before this season, everybody wanted to kill a shot on me, like, because of who we played. Now, those same – like, those same positions, like corners – faces, linebackers. Not everybody wants to beat me so to speak. So now when I come through the hole I can see the difference and um I can see the difference in some players like like every other play where it's like, yeah, they really don't want to hit me or they have no choice but to go low. And it it hasn't been it hasn't been too much of a difference for me. Like I said, all of the off weeks that we've had has been keeping me fresh. Um I don't do as much on the field as I used to, like playing kickoff, uh, being on punt return, blocking, doing everything. So I've just still been, still been on, um, staying healthy, keeping my, you know, keeping my composure, and just doing what I have to do. But the weight has been a great addition, like going from one ninety five to two ten. Like I
1: feel great. Well, Jamie, as someone who plays in the trenches, and like I said, I live in Wisconsin, so it's, you know, we had an 80-degree day and people are here losing their minds. Explain to folks that playing the trenches in Georgia, in the South, when it's about 85, 90, in the middle of summer or late spring, how do you keep fresh and what is that post-game like relaxation? relaxation like?
3: Man, it's just, I don't know if anybody ever heard of these. I I think I just put J-Rock on these, but BioLite. BioLite is my best friend. Like, i have to have one before the game one after. It's like an IV in the bottle. and a bunch of water, man, because that Georgia heat and, like, that down south heat
1: is something different. So, you have to stay hydrated, for real. Now... Pat, y'all are playing e- EAP, and, you know, this is kind of a switch from the team that you're supposed to be playing. Does it? Ma- does the team you play matter, or do you just go with the approach of I'm trying to get home in that backfield?
4: It really don't matter.
1: I'm just trying to get after it. Now, Pat, a follow-up question. I've noticed over the last couple of years, you you have added different moves, and you have played with a little more, actually a lot more aggression. Just what changed?
4: I think I think it's more. I think it's more the weight gain that changed that changed the move. I think. I, I think I gained ten pounds off season. So yeah, I'm i like I almost said three. Three hundred, so it's more the weight that made me change the moves right? up. Cause it, Cause it
1: seems as though like you, you move a little different. I see that. And it, it seems like you I don't know, you're playing almost happier. Like you're playing aggressive but you seem happier, am I wrong? Oh you're right. You're right. <laughs> Now, Jay Right, when you look at the Western Conference, Jamie mentioned that he thinks that Pike can pull the upset. Who do you see pulling the upset in the West?
3: In the West, the best chance is the wait, West Mobile, uh, the 49
4: nine.
3: Mm-hmm. That will be the best chance. Honestly, I don't see it being a competitive game uh, for, for the other two. For the other two games, I don't see it being uh, competitive. So I'll say with the Crusaders and the 49ers, that would probably be the best, the best chance they chance is in the upset.
1: Now, Jamie, let me ask you this. Who is Thomasville's favorite son? Javi McGriff, Charlie Ward, or Yard Coach Ivy?
3: Hey, don't, I'm um, i not be mad at me, but I don't know too much about Thomasville, to be honest with you. So, I can't even speak on, speak on Thomasville. So, just because Ivy is my coach, I'm going to just say Ivy. There you
1: go. Why is that?
3: <laughs>
1: now, now, Pat, when you, like – After the game, do you team go out to eat? Do you go grab a bite or just go home and go sleep? That's not the first
4: food, but I see. The first one? The first one. Got to have it.
1: Man. Got to have it. Follow up for you, Pat. Uh, Waffle House or IHOP? Waffle House. No, no, no. You can't go IHOP. You man, IHOP. man, I'm a northerner. We love IHOP up here. <laughs> J-Rod, IHOP or the Waffle House? The Waffle House. How are both y'all wrong? Like-
3: <laughs> man, the Waffle House is it. Like From the food to the, to the people coming in after the clothes, like, yes the waffle house. the i is the suburbs waffle house is the hood that's fair yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
1: fair I mean you're right when you're right, you're right jamie I guess you're gonna go out. I guess you gonna go with uh, the waffle house yeah, man that yeah downside we do have to do waffle house right <laughs>
3: when you walk in when you walk in you want to see your cook with a cigarette. Yeah, that's right. right. I've done
1: that in Knoxville. Yep. I After after Georgia went to Tennessee, this was like almost 20 years ago, I was in Knoxville and Georgia was playing Tennessee, and Georgia, I think they had David Green, beat the brakes off of Tennessee that night. It was raining. It was Knoxville. We had the Waffle House. It's about 3 o'clock in the morning, and let's just say I had a lot too much to drink because – Jägermeister and tequila should never ever mix in life. That's just for the kids out there. Don't do it y'all. And literally the, the waitress looked like she had a cigarette in her mouth. I'm like, um, I don't really care. Just put it like, and she was like this omelet, but I don't remember what it tastes like, but there were these two women arguing and one woman grabbed the other lady by her ear and punched her in her face. And I just said, wow. I need to finish my omelet. I'm not breaking up shit. Nope.
3: Mm -mm. You want to? So you want to Saturday? (laughs) Aha.
1: That's fair. They would have had the cops (laughs) and SWAT team down there. (laughs) Now, Pat, when let's just say the Blackhawks go on and win the championship, what will your celebration drink be?
4: Celebration drink. I'm going
1: with a shot of the heavy? Scream! Oh no! No, that's too much. It's it's too much. Uh, I'm too old to be one of fighting people. No, no. <laughs> Two or three huh? <laughs> of no. J Rock, what is your drink of choice if the Cobras go on and win it all? <laughs> hey man, don't
3: judge me. I, right? because I don't really drink, so. I, I try to stick to like wine and wine coolers. What's wrong
4: with
3: that? But <on> DJ, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm I'm dead ass. Like that's that's what I do. Um, but if we want it off, man, look, I don't care what I drink. I'm gonna try. It. I'm gonna try to drink it as as much as I can. It ain't gonna take much.
1: <laughs> now let me talk to fifty eight here. Fifty eight. Jamie, say y'all go on and y'all win it all. What is your celebration drink?
3: I don't know if y'all heard of it or not, but hey, it's a drink called Bamboo. It's a rum. That'll be my shot.
1: Straight? Yep, straight. Oh, no.
4: What's it called? It's called Bamboo
1: oh wow B,
3: B, B-U-M-B-U bamboo. if you ain't never tried to go try to you, you won't, won't, won't disappoint
1: <laughs> oh no but I want to thank all three of y'all Gerard Lewis Jamie Roberts Patrick Campbell thank y'all for joining us tonight on this episode of the podcast Pat good luck this weekend versus the Predators fellas good luck next week against whomever y'all play Appreciate it. This mm. has been another episode of the Unalmied Podcast. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other.
2: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere.
0: 18 plus.